Normally, we start things off on the Need to Know podcast a little bit differently than we are today. Um, times are hard. Times are trying. There's a lot going on in the world. Um, we are a black podcast. We have two black men on the podcast and a black woman. Uh, and then the people that we work with are also black. So we're all feeling this in our own ways. Um, and I didn't really know how to come into this episode. There's a lot weighing on my mind. There's a lot weighing on my heart. Um, one of the things that I keep seeing as a recurring theme throughout the protests and throughout the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, George Floyd, rest in peace. One of the things that I keep seeing is one of the tone deaf messages of uh, people not understanding why black people live in fear. Uh, so I do want to just start off with my thought on it. Alex and Steph, I promise I'm going to get out the way. But I, I want to mention something that I learned in college. Um, there's a there's a natural instinct that all humans, all animals, any living organism, for the most part, mammals especially, um, or just animals have, and it's called fight or flight. Right, fight or flight. If anybody's not familiar with fight or flight, it's the mode or the mindset or the adrenaline that comes to someone, person, thing. Uh, when they either have to run for his life or they have to defend themselves and fight for his life um, in you know nature and in the world. So fight or flight, right? And I thought about it and it stuck with me since 2013, whenever I was in college. And black people live in a constant state, black men especially live in a constant state of fight or flight. Our interactions with the police, with the cops, I didn't even realize it until I was pulled over for a routine traffic stop, whatever. My first instinct, I felt like I had to defend myself in a, an aggressive manner, or I just wanted to go. It's fight or flight for most of us. So I wanna keep that in mind when we're talking and having these conversations and speaking towards why black unarmed black people are being killed by police officers why you know we're in our head we're restraining and we are restraining we've seen the videos of restraint but we get handled as if we're the aggressors or the attackers um so yeah i just wanted to start there alex and steph we also got our guy pierre here and shiv is also you know controlling the things making sure we look good sound good feel good um alex steph pierre what's going on how y'all doing Everything all right for the most part, I guess. Yeah. Um, Savon, Savon mentioned fight or flight. Uh, I think you hit it right on the head, bro. There's too many occurrences of of me going into the mindset, and I know you have too, in a, a fight or flight when we're dealing with, like, public servants. You know, that's... Mm. I penned this on my Instagram, I think, last week. I don't know. I've literally uh, been trying to think of ways, and I'm not a parent yet, but I'm trying to think of ways to effectively communicate to the child that I don't have yet because I am mm. already <laughs> so fearful for their life. I don't even know how I made it here for 24, quite frankly. I don't know, especially coming from where we come from. But I'm trying to think, you know, you know, where, how do you tell a kid how to properly act during a routine traffic violation or when dealing with any ordeals with the with the cops? It's very disheartening when I hear the tone deafness of people say, I have my license registration. I have nothing to worry about. 
or mm. don't commit crimes, no problem. Yeah. Or if you have nothing to worry about, you'll be okay. Those are all false. They've proven to be false time and time and time again. Yeah. So how do we effectively protect black children is where I'm at with it right now. I'm trying to process everything, y'all. I'm usually I'm I'm pretty headstrong for the most part. I I, I can I can uh I can credit myself that. It's the first time in my life that I'm getting mass amounts of information, which is not a problem. We're not dumb here. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I'm getting so much information that my brain wiring doesn't even know how to fucking compute it, translate mm-hmm. it and digest it. Yeah. Or process it. Yeah. So as a black man, I am confused, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely confused just off of that, that, that one question. How do we protect our youth when what we are doing, what, we are, what they are telling us to do, we've done? That's where I'm at. Yeah. But, um, it, even for me, just hearing you say that and share that with us, and uh, like all I can think of like, at this present time is like, you know, just literally telling my kids the full story. You know, from what we've been taught in school, what we haven't been taught in school, um, in terms of even, um, you know, Black Wall Street. I don't ever remember being taught about that in, 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 in textbooks or I don't even know if my teachers knew about that. Yeah. Uh, enough yeah, to exactly. adequately, you know, describe to us what happened. What it was, yeah. Um, where you have this, this, this town of black people who are, you know, pretty much self-sufficient. Um, it's, it said that the dollar in, in the community there would stay, would circulate for three months, never even leaving until probably the end of the three <laughs> months. Mm-hmm. And wow. just to, for me to hear that and like to have it compute, it's like, what? You know? Yeah, and, and the other reason why I say, I think you, you tell them the full story still is because, you know, they have that, have that pride. Like, you know, even though this is what, what happened to us, um, unfortunately, like, look where we are now. Our spirit never broke. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And um, I, I honestly think because of what's been transpiring, unfortunately, um, you know, George Floyd and, you know, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Arbery that were so close, the, the instances, instances happening so close together that- Breonna Taylor too. Breonna yeah, Taylor. Yeah. From all, like everyone, all the cases that that have been um, unfortunately brought before us on on uh, video camera, and and on record, like this was the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, he was mm. in full full compliance, mm. but yet he still had like he didn't have to die. You know, not right. at all. So I think what happens from this point on is going to set the precedent for not only the accountability that police officers are, are supposed to mm-hmm. demand not from themselves and each other, but also mm-hmm. how other people in the world um, hopefully start to view us as, as human, you know? So, Pierre, I got a question for you on that, Steph. Do you want to say something real quick before I respond to him, though? Because I want, I want you to get off. Um, go ahead, eh? You sure? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Pierre, what was the last thing you just said? You said something along the lines of... um. Uh, shit. Like um, the precedent and like seeing how things happen from this point forward, especially with the case. 
going um, from this point yeah do you feel like this is the first time where we're actually going to see that effective change where we unite my question is unite because i feel yeah. like we're not united as a people yet yeah let me explain mm-hmm. when their president goes out and spills ill rhetoric whether it be true or not the f- the followers who are united on that front are all on the same accord yeah Boy, does it dishearten me when people become tone deaf. Your own people become tone deaf when we need to be unified. If we're not unified, how are we even supposed to convey a message? Yeah, 100%. You know, um, I, 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 think, I don't know, um, man. I think when you look at other cultures, even like Jewish people, how they came back from the Holocaust, you know, they had like a shared, a shared religion when you look at, you know, people that come from other countries, immigrants that come from other countries, you know, they have a shared culture. Mm. Um, and I think for us, for black people, unfortunately, our shared language has been pain. And it's a language that we're fluent in, but mm. that we don't want to be fluent in. And it's been forced pain, upon us. Exactly. You know, like... But it, unfortunately, it is our language. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's the language that we speak. And I think, I think, I think that it's a difficult language to speak on, like overall, because it's sad. You know, like who wants to like always have to be like, all right, guys, let's come together to figure out how to get people to stop killing us. Let's come together to figure out how to get people to treat us fairly because we've been talking about it for so long. But, you know, in terms of like change on this front, I think the only difference, cause I always look at like, all right, there's there's always flare ups, right? Like this isn't the first time that has, ha- has happened and I've kind of been getting upset because when I hear CNN or businesses and they're like, oh, you know, we stand against racism and we stand with equality. You guys are saying it as if this is like some new trend, some new phenomena that has just appeared on the scene. This like has a been happening for, for years, huh? Mm-hmm. I said like a market employee as, as if it's like, hey, Merry Christmas. Like, oh, we support yeah, you black like niggers. Like, against, yeah. excuse me? Yeah. Like, against that. like some yeah. sort of a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, um, but I think about the time that we're in right now and everybody's home and everybody's paying attention. Yeah. And lawmakers are home. They're not. Mm-hmm. Congress is, you know, everybody's home and everybody's kind of forced to see this for exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, white people have to become outraged before there's any real change. You know, white people have to be so disgusted to a point because that's like we've been screaming it, but mm-hmm. nobody listens to us. Mm-hmm. It's right. only right. when somebody says, you know what, let's link arms. Mm hmm with these people who are being oppressed uh, where where change starts to kind of bubble mm-hmm. you know i feel that alex what you were saying bro yeah do y'all think that we can actually change the mindset of some white individuals or we create so much change that it affects their pockets and their daily living what do y'all think i believe that i, I believe we have to strip it down from white and black and look at right and wrong personally like i feel the 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 narrative and the motive and obviously the obvious thing is hey racism black people have been oppressed by white people like facts no dispute 
But at the same time, we've looked at it and we've looked like we've approached it that way. It has to be right and wrong. I can't sit here and try to look at you and say, you're white. I have to talk at you like they you have to get it. They have to get it at some point. I don't don't know know what that's going to take. And I'm like, again, if seeing a man being nailed on, kneeled on to his death, screaming out for his mother, crying out for his mother before dying, if something like that doesn't do it for you, if you can watch that and not be affected, then there's nothing that I can say that's going to change how you feel towards black people. If seeing a child get killed, like, and no repercussions happening, if that doesn't do anything for you, then what, I I can only protest. We can only loot. Like, these things that we're doing that is being covered by media so much more widespread than the death of George Floyd and why he died, the looting, which has overshadowed everything. I say, I've, I've tweeted this. In the textbooks, in the textbooks that y'all placed in the system that we have to go through, y'all have told us this is how you make change. Yeah, thank you, Savon. Riding, overturning government, saying, Mm -hmm. fuck you, I don't agree with this, I want freedom or I want equal rights. That is what we were taught. Yeah. You know, like Pierre said, I didn't get talked about Black Wall Street. I know I didn't get taught about credit. Alex, we spoke about, I don't know how to fucking do anything with my car, except for change a tire and pump gas and press go. And shit, it's not even called press go. Like, I don't even, I I don't know how to pop a trunk off. I don't know how to do anything that is really conducive to my life. But I bet you I know how and when and why the rebellion started. And when we was trying to let go of the, the, the French, uh, was trying to invade us and you know London and all these niggas try to come over here and we fight them off because we're the great Same American on. country the land yeah. of the free that's what I know alright so now when we implement that we're looked at as oh my god they're looting they're stealing they're animals and then if y'all want to go deeper into that whole thing like there are plants being planted in these protests yeah. to incite the violence Yeah. yes yeah. yes they're plants. Or or white people, I just watched this this video on Now This News, white people coming into neighborhoods, looting, fucking up the charging stations, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, breaking For into protesters. places. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, we didn't ask you to do this. Like, we live here. Mm-hmm. We live here. Like, mm-hmm. burnt down a bus station. She's like... People have to go up. I guess this was in Brooklyn. People have to go into Manhattan to go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. do this shit over here. Do that shit in mm-hmm. your neighborhood. That's a fact. Yeah. Burn down your stores because mm-hmm. that's what's going to make your people hear it. Don't come over here and do that. And Poppy been Poppy been having the bodega here since since he got here from from young. Yep. And, 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 and you tear up his but, shit. That, that's not a part yeah. of the fight. It's not. Yeah. And, and real quick, Alex and Pierre, before before y'all go, um, I want to even speak to, like, again, me saying right and wrong. I've really been conflicted, not even about racism, but what racism looks like. Because I've been well-documented on my upbringing. Like, I've been, I went to high school predominantly in a Latin community, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't go around, like, 
school with majority black there's a lot of black kids but we were outnumbered by spanish latin like mm -hmm. that's what i grew up in mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't grow up around white people the racism that i felt personally in my life has been from certain spanish people that i grew up in i didn't get racism and all that other stuff from white people so my experience with racism is a lot different. So when I look at racism, I look at it as, oh, you're a bad person. I don't look at it like, oh, you're a white person, so I put racism on you. Again, I'm speaking from, for me. I can only speak on my experiences. Yeah, yeah. There have been times where I went to go to uh, parties and all type of shit, and they said, there's no blacks allowed. If you fuck black guys and you're a girl, a Spanish girl, you can't be here. You gotta, gotcha. like, so the racism gotcha. that I see in the way that I digest racism is not just white and black for me. I don't look at a white person and automatically assume they're racism. I don't look at a cop and just say they're racism, like, or they're racist, you know? Like, I look at people for their actions, how they move, what they do, what okay. they display, because yeah. that's my experience, you know? Like, shit, y'all know the white people we work with. Mm -hmm. I'll take a bullet for these dudes. Yeah, <laughs> like, for certain. That's but that's just me. That's just me. For certain. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. When when you I was know, coming. I up, to oh, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. When so, you was what? Um, when I was coming up in um, middle school, it was always uh, walking home every day after school. It was always the blacks against the Mexicans fighting and all that. Um, at, but the racism I I know is that, and you know, um, white people oppressing oppressing black people. I've seen it in cops. I've been racially profiled um, and I wasn't doing it. I, I was doing regular regular stuff. Like I was driving, cop pulled me over and said my taillight was out. And I was like, Mr. Officer, I'm pretty sure I could assure you my you know, taillight's not out. And I was like, look, I could even show you. And he was like, stay the F in the car, white cop. Um, and then he, I, I gave him my license and everything. He came back a couple minutes later and was like, all right, you're free to go. I was like, what? So I got out of the car when he left and my taillight wasn't out. You know what I mean? There was a time I was coming from, um, from yeah, a workout. Exactly. And in a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, and um, the second I closed the door, it was like four or five cops just surrounding my car. And they were like, don't move. So I'm like, ah, here we go. So it turns out I was, um, I fit the description of uh, somebody who robbed a store in a predominantly white neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, you was black. Of course you fit the description. What do you mean? It's, it's crazy. And then, like, I just did one more example. And that's just got uh, scratching the surface. One more example. I was um, in high school. So my high school was really mixed, right? Yeah. Um, you had, you know, you had your blacks, your whites, your Spanish, um, your, your Eastern Indians. It was really healthy. But... Like, you know, there was there was still the white section, there was the black section, and you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was in a locker room um, one day, again, super diverse, and some other kid from another uh, school I overheard say the N-word. And in that moment I froze, I was like, damn, like, I, I know it's wrong, but what's the right way to go about this? But I just, I just didn't know what to do. So nobody yeah. said anything, and it was, it was just crazy. You're not so wrong for that period. That yeah. That's really hard in that instance. Like, that's definitely happened to me before. At Brooklyn College. At Brooklyn College, one of the most diverse schools. Like, there's a little bit of everybody there. It's black people, it's Asian people, it's white people, it's Spanish people. It's so diverse. I'm sitting in a library, and it's a group of Asian kids, Asian guys next to me. Yeah. You know? And I guess, I don't know, I guess maybe they 
they listened to hip hop, so they thought they was down. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay for them to say the N word. So they're going back and forth, nigga this, nigga that. And I'm trying, like, I, you know that fire <laughs> that you in the first feeling in your chest, yeah. your belly? Like, hold up. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to, like, subside it. I'm trying to subside it, but it's not stopping. And it's yeah. very clear that they have no, like, they don't care about the people around them. Yeah. So we in a library, and I blacked. I was like, say it one more time. Of course. I was like, there's a black female sitting right next to you. Say it one more time, and I'm going to fight all of y'all. I'm going to throw this textbook at every one of y'all heads. Say it one more time. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm, I'm so sorry. mm, You know? mm. And like, But did you react that way? A friend comes over. Huh? Mm -hmm. No, I wanted to know why why that reaction. Because Because doesn't that play into what they're trying to paint us to be? No, no, I nah, need, I f- I need to all. educate them in that moment. Not at all. I'm going to tell you who I am. Let me show you who I am, nigga. Let me show, like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck like, you don't, it, you don't ever get to use that word. Like, you don't know what we've been through. You don't know why that word, why they, who, who, like, why, why we were called that word and under the conditions that we were called that word and mm-hmm. what that word did, like, to, to, to our spirit. You don't ever mm-hmm. get to say that word. I don't care how much Biggie you listen to or Tupac yeah. or Jay-Z or, 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 or how, how many black friends you have. I don't care. So then a friend comes over, you know, on a Starbucks run, got the Starbucks for them. And he's like, and I get this, and I get this, and I get this. And then, and, then, and then the kid's like, he elbowed him. He's like, shh, shh, shh. And he's looking like, what? Like, why can't I say it? And then they all kind of look at me and I'm looking at him like. What's up? <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. up? Yeah, yeah what's up? Yeah. I mean, you know, Steph, the, ner- the nerve of um, these people that are not Caucasian to think that Caucasian people look at them at anything else but black. The nerve of y'all. The nerve less, of y'all to not... less than. Thank less you, Steph. Than. They're always going to see you as less than. Come on. The nerve of y'all to think y'all are better in your heads. You know, and that comes from, you know, some 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 Spanish, some Hispanic people I thought I was cool with. You know, I thought we on the same side, you know. We had the same coarse hair. I mean, when, when I got pulled over with you, they thought we were the same race. Uh, do you know the, the nerve of you to think you are better than anybody else when we are still being oppressed? You know that's complicity. I don't like that. Yeah, it, and, it's um, um it, and like I, you know, this is what I'm about to say might cause some controversy, but like I just have to say it because it's the truth. You know what I mean? I have a really good friend, uh, actually three good friends who who are cops. Um, two of them are white, one of them are black, and they're they you know they're I know them. You know what I mean? I know them. At their and, core. And, and and they don't I just hate it that, you know, the cops who are who are racist, the cops who, you know, uh, when they see a black person or or a minority, they automatically assume, you know, I have to mm-hmm. dominate them so that they know what's up. Yeah. I, I hate that those those small group or those groups of cops ruin it for everybody else and mm-hmm. along the force. But then again, mm-hmm, yes. it's not even when you really like look at it though, it's not even the cops, it's the systems. Mm-hmm. That, are, that are that allow it. Th- that allow it. Like that, you can't even you can't sue a police a, a police station or, or a police officer. What is that? There's no accountability. If, a, if yeah. a cop car hits you in some sort of a pursuit, if they warrant it as so, you can't sue them or they don't pay for your damages. Just a quick little blurb right there. It's it's, it's it's wild. And like to kind of piggyback off you were saying, Pierre, as far as like, because I get it, I understand it. It takes a few bad apples to ruin the whole thing. Um, but I think what I would say to that is that's when we need those good cops. That's when we need your friends, the people that you know to say to their people like, yo, what's up? 
I need a temperature mm. check. You know, like, mm. how do you feel? Or what are you doing to combat it? Like, don't turn a blind eye because that's what has become in, in, in the police academy or the police force. It's like, yes, you're a great person. I know you. I have family members who are in the police force. I've had friends and I know them. But it's like, that's not even enough. What are you actively doing to make sure that the person next to you yeah. is is doing the right thing? And right. then I, I do also want to set this tone because I, I know we're all sharing our stories and, you know, uh, experiences from different races and different people. Like, we're not having this conversation to bash anybody. We're not having this conversation to say F you and F you and F you because you look different than me and because you're different. Like, I want to put and that on the table. So, and what, if you think so, you're the problem. What we're doing is sharing our stories. We come from all different places, but have similar stories. The one common denominator between the four of us that we all mentioned is, hey, we grew up in a diverse group of people. Yeah. We grew up around different cultures, subcultures. We have been there. So for all of us to have those type of experiences is, is very telling to the state of like the world. And now this leads me to somewhere else I want to go. Um, one thing that I have, I won't even say I've struggled with it. One thing that I've always looked as a gift and a curse. That's how I put it. And I'm pretty sure the three of y'all can identify with this. I'm pretty sure anybody listening, somebody listening has been able to identify that, uh, with this. But being looked at or being considered one of the good blacks. Oh, my God. One of, one of the good blacks. What the fuck? The, one of the acceptables. <laughs> One of the ones that, hey, I I, I can accept you. You're not like them. You're the good. Oh, you're one of the good guys. Oh, oh, you mean the, hey, you're like us, what kind of black type? That's what you, Mm -hmm. I see. Have y'all have any experiences with that? So I went to, I went to a lot of, I went to a lot of colleges uh, before I finally graduated. (laughs) Did you? How many? I just wanted to make sure I was getting the best education. <laughs> that's what happened. Full flavored education. Yes. That's what. Uh, C's get degrees, education. huh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you just you just got to move around a little bit. So you're making that's sure it. that you're getting the best thing possible. But, right. you know, I went to a couple different um, colleges or whatever. And I remember being in school and I was in a sociology class. And yeah. again, Ooh, sociology class will do it too. I'm sorry, Steph. It gets Steph. spicy. No, mm-hmm. it's okay. It gets spicy mm-hmm. here because you know, it's like all these different schools of thought, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, so people, everybody has their opinion and that's fine. Um, but I remember like leaving the classroom and I think it was like, they were either Greek. There was like a Greek kid, a Middle Eastern kid and like a, Spanish kid or something like that and like a white kid and they were like oh wow mm-hmm. like you have such a strong like powerful voice like mm-hmm. what are you like I'm like I'm black and they're like no like no you're not like you couldn't you couldn't be black I'm like what do you mean like I'm black and you're like really like mm-hmm. you're not like the rest of them wow how are the rest of them <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> and when I asked like when I inquired they kind of just like laughed and they're like you know <laughs> No, I don't. You know. That's crazy. And I'm like, what? Loud, ghetto, and abrasive? I'm all of that, too. Like, (laughs) you could get that. And this is another reason, guys, why, you know, I really don't like to idolize people. You know, a lot of times, you know, people tell you that you should look up to people. You know, that way you could translate what you can do in your life. And then moments like this happen. Right? And the person you've been idolizing, who you've, you've made so perfect in your head, 
is talking bullshit on your people. Don't idolize people. Idolize the facts. Idolize being a good person. Idolize being good onto your neighbor. These are these are ideals that whoever the person, no matter the race, will go to a will get to a better place. But once we get into the idolization of I know what so and so would do, I know what this person would do. I can't believe, quite frankly, as a fan, some of the people that have spoken out on this shit. Oh, I see what you're saying. In terms of like celebrities and wanting people wanting celebrities to speak out. Hundred percent. Hundred hundred percent. And you know, I, I yeah. see this thing running around, oh, people don't need to talk about things they know nothing about. Hey, newsflash, if you're black, you know something about this. Because it could be you. But what do people mean when they say they don't know anything about it? Like everybody is aware to some degree or another of the racism in our country and outside of our country. Thank you. So I don't need you to speak from racism from a black person's point of view if you're not black or if you've never experienced it. But you've seen it. You've heard it. You have maybe even said some things. You've maybe even been tone deaf. Like racism is not this new concept that just emerged like coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like this yeah, shit has been here. This is not like the second pandemic that just like took the world by storm. It's been here ever since they bought the first slave over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So miss me with it, please. Another thing that's getting me tight is 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 people, you know, white people on white spaces talking about, oh, I'm gonna mute, I'm gonna mute my account. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make space for black voices to be elevated. No. I see it as, and, and you know, tell me if I'm wrong or whatever, but I see it as a cop-out to continue to remain silent. Keep going, Steph. I see it as a cop-out to continue to remain silent. We're not asking you to be quiet. We're not asking you to not say anything. There's, there's right. plenty of space on the internet for everyone to speak. Mm. You know, like these are the times now where it's like, you know what? I realize now more than ever that like I talk to my like and this is me just saying like oh I talk to my dad and like I realize that like maybe my dad's kind of racist or like my boss like during during the Zoom meeting like wow like my boss is my boss is actually really tone deaf and like these are the times for you to say that so that all the craziness that black people are feeling right now like Mm -hmm. like are we the only people noticing this can finally be subsided that fire can be put out because we're hearing from your mouth that you are agreeing with it. You are saying, yes, there is a problem. We are yeah. the problem. My friends are the problem. My parents Steph, are the problem. That's why I get so angry with some of these artists that have these white followings, right? Like these huge white crowds. About to name drop, Travis Scott. But real quiet, brother. I thought you was a rager. I thought you rioted. I thought your whole MO, your whole image was, fight the people. What the fuck are you now, Duke? It's important for you to speak to your white crowd because it's your white crowd that is gonna continue this this racial injustice. It's these. It's, it's again. I hate to bring race up, but it is what it is, bro. You. He has the type of people where these little kids are 14, 15 years old with these racial. The 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 the. You know what I'm saying? Calling on Fortnite, on Fortnite, calling people yeah, niggas on Fortnite, Savon, but to have the nerve to turn around and go cop a Travis Scott Jordan 4 because that black man they think is like you kind of said, Savon. Oh, he's one of the good ones. Well, hey, Trav, I don't know if you're afraid to lose that following of that crowd, but they are the main ones that need to hear this message. Well, let me use okay. that moment to, to piggyback off what you're saying. Like, yeah. at the same token, we could look at somebody who I think has been the MVP of this whole quarantine, Tory Lanez. Like, yeah. 
Tory Lanez is speaking about it. Tory Lanez mm-hmm. is encouraging other artists. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if people, and again, it's documented that I've said this about Tory. Like, I hold him in a very high regard as an mm-hmm. artist. Now, how mm-hmm. most people view him, that's on them. That's on them. But as yeah. far as his art, his consistency, yes, sir. Um, and, and just his product, like, he's a top tier artist. Like, top tier. he's, to me, he's on the Travis Scott level. Now, whether people know him, obviously, you you date a Kardashian or a Jenner, you get a little boost, which I'm sure <laughs> Travis Scott has seen. But when it comes to like music, I truly believe that uh, Tory Lanez is right up there, and he's using the platform to say, "Yo, people, like if you're yeah. not really on the front lines, yeah. then don't talk about mm-hmm. it, don't comment Thank about you. it." He, like he, he this is who I am. He was out there protesting. The um, and this is another thing I want to talk about: the tiles, the black tiles that people were posting on their pages. I seen a lot of people posting it. Tory Lanez was one of the people posting it. One of the things I love about Tory Lanez is that he's gonna say what's on his mind. Always. He posted the black tile. A few minutes later, he posted a video like, "Yo, I know this black tile represents. Hey, we not supposed to post, but fuck that. Today we're supposed to vote. Mm-hmm. Like." I'm not mm-hmm. going to just blindly mm-hmm. follow. You know, we mm-hmm. have things that get implemented. I don't even know. They say the music industry began um, the Blackout Tuesday. I don't give a fuck about, like, why is the NFL and the NBA and all these media companies abiding by this because the music industry said this is what we're going to do today? Like, no. Speak your truth. Post. <laughs> This is the time we needed not to be blacked out. See with that, see with that, I felt there was solidarity in posting it, but I don't I don't know if like my brain is just different than everybody else. I didn't take that post of, oh, don't post nothing else. I took it as let's stay solid on some shit and continue spreading out the message. You're very right, Savon. I'm glad artists like Tory Lanez though come out and tell these people that I guess are tone deaf or they don't know what the fuck is going on, how to properly do things. You're hundred percent right. Like you don't stop there. Yeah, and even the piggyback of yeah. that, I was I was kind of confused too because I'm like, wait a minute, like, yeah. So we just, you know, I've seen certain people posting stuff, um, you know, encouraging and like showing what what's been going on, right. but then like I I at the same time I I didn't see people do some certain things, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, the black tile come out. I'm like, wait a minute, like I think we really need to check our heart. Are we doing this to follow a mm-hmm. trend or because mm-hmm. we deeply care? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I. I'm still kind of confused on it, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think people are scared to seem like they're not being in solidarity, that mm. they're just doing what everybody else is doing, so that they don't get like called out. Right. Because right, if right, you think right, about right. social media, like if you don't post, like think about the conversation we're having right now, right? And this is also part of it because we begin to look at each other and we begin to say who's not doing what and who is doing what. You know what I mean? And that's a part of the distraction. Like, that's where we always Big fall. Where it's like, there is an enemy and and there's a target and we see it and it's clear. But then, mm-hmm. and I think maybe, who knows? Like, could that be, could that have been a strategy for the Blackout Tuesday so that people could start arguing, mm-hmm. oh, you're dumb if you post it, you're dumb if you don't post it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really know what it was about. I was posting on my Instagram <laughs> all like, all up and down. But yeah, like yesterday, yeah. I didn't feel like posting. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like posting yesterday. I wanted to be off the internet, but I felt that, I felt that like, um, what is it? Um, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to be seen as like somebody who's like, oh, why you don't care? You know, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's like, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. 
Exactly. Like I'm getting unemployment right now. You know where you know what I'm we know what I'm checks is going to? The Minnesota the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the Brooklyn As Freedom Fund, the, the Grass Law, the Grassroots Law Project. I'm taking that money that the government is giving me and I'm investing it right back into the Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. And you can't see that. You can't always see that. And sometimes it's like we get distracted and we start saying, Mm -hmm. oh, who who is posting and who's doing what by what we can see. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, we're going to have to take it off social media anyways. It's it's, it's a constant battle. Yeah. I was in a place of not really knowing what to do when it came to the black <laughs> tile. Because, again, Steph, like you said, is like, I know my, like, the thing with me in anything that I do and anything that I preach is always intent. You know, yeah, on episode good. 100, we had a conversation about our business model and how, you know, we're trying to raise money to, you know, keep things afloat for production costs and, you know, whatever we was going through. And it was like the thing that made me go to sleep at night is like, what is the intent behind it? What is my intent yeah. throughout this whole thing? Like, I understand the the black tile uh, I guess, like you said, unity, Alex, with people saying, hey, we're all on the same front. But in that same breath. A day later, a very famous football player, if not one of the faces of the league, Drew Brees, came out and said, I don't give a fuck about what y'all niggas is talking about. If you disrespect that flag, that comes first. Black lives come second. Everything else comes second. Like, and that's for me summarizing. That's not a direct quote, yeah, but if you go listen to yeah, what he said. Yeah. The reporter asked him, he said, yo, my grandfather fought in the Civil, um, in the World War II, and, you know, I come from a lineage of the military, so that flag means more to me than black lives. Yeah, yeah, black but lives have my, always and, come but, last in America. Yeah. Always. But real Always. quick, Steph, I'll let you go. I yeah. say yeah. I, I say the Drew B- Brees story to tell you that he yeah. posted a black tile the day before. Right. And then the next day, that was right. his message. Right. So for right. me, the black tile, I yeah. don't got to post that. It, it doesn't See, do anything See, Steph, for me. like the black tile for me, I thought it was like a, and again, I, I guess I just be wrong on certain shit. I, I guess I got to start getting in these group chats. I don't know what the fuck we going on. These group chats. Because I thought it was like a message showing everybody this is what happens when we go black. You get what I'm saying? So like for Drew Brees, for instance, what happens when we don't go to your games? What happens mm. when we decide to not purchase your stuff? I thought it was supposed to be a metaphor of the sorts for everybody to kind of get, yo, when we say it's up, Guess what, nigga? It's up. You get what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't even try to detach it to a day or a person, but just for them to get it. Hey, hey, bucko. Hey, Jack. (laughs) When we say it's it, it's it. It's up. You get what I'm saying? That's kind of what I thought it as. But again, you got to do that for a couple more days for people to actually feel it. They didn't get the chance to really feel it off of one day. You you post one tile up there one day. You don't feel the the effects of of, of a darkness of what it can actually Mm -hmm. be when we stop consuming. We consume the most in this country. You get what I'm saying? That was very striking for me. I was like, you know what? If we were actually to be like, you know what, bro? We taking two weeks off on the, on a solidarity front, on a solidarity front. We ain't, we ain't gonna buy shit. What would they do? What would they do? <laughs> That's really how I looked at it. About, <laughs> Start about, looting. About what we could do to help Start y'all. Lo- what, do you, what do you guys need? How can we Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's kind of how I looked at it. I looked at it as like, no, we, we are the tastemakers. And I really get pissed off when other cultures try to tell us that we're not enough or it when y'all try to jack our culture and our money. That frustrates the hell out of me. How can you tell me what's in? 
I tell you what's in, Buck. Mm-hmm. And then even even with, this might this might also be on my behest, but like at the same time, I never knew what started the civil the the Civil Rights Act to be signed mm. was mm. the death of Martin Luther King. Yep. And 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 even even that. then they don't teach him that. Even then they said yo after he after they he was shot and murdered. Yo, it was riots out the wazoo, protests. Everywhere. $47 million in, in, in damage from what, you know, from what I read. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. accurate or not. If it's accurate, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it woven into the history since before the dawn of American history was pro- was protests. Yeah. Boston, yeah. Uh, Boston, um, tea Boston party. Tea Party. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Tea Party, yeah. And, and, and like, yo, protest isn't, isn't I, don't, I don't condone looting at all, but protest is, is like, yo, like, we're standing here to say, this ain't right. And, yeah. I condone. And, no, keep going, bro. No, nah, nah, that, that was pretty much up. what I had to say. No, nah, I was going to say, I condone looting when it has a means to an end. And it's a corporation who loots us. It's a corporation that makes a trillion dollars a year. But they're okay with paying us $7 an hour. When it's a corporation who won't allow us to take time off with our families. And, and hey, if you don't come to work, you don't get paid. You don't Meanwhile, get paid. Yeah. they just made $10 million in a month. Like, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind seeing people taking from corporations who also yeah. need to make statements, who also need to say, hey, you know what? Black people, we are here and we're going to do something about it. Fuck the black tile. Fuck the statement for the one day. Like, nah, what are we really going to do? That's, that's me, though. That's the no, question. yeah. I'm, I'm 100 grand with that. You're I think the problem, but, I think the only yeah. problem with the looting is that it infiltrates communities where there's no corporations, there's no Target, it's mom-and-pop shops, it's bodegas, it's local restaurants. That's when it's like... But I don't condone that. We didn't mean for the... (laughs) I don't condone that. But there's like, no, it's like, where do you... Nah, we know. Where do you draw the the line in the sand, right? It's like, oh, only loot here, don't loot here? Yes, It's like, once you have chaos, once you have chaos, you can't stop it. And so now it's like, will these black neighborhoods suffer at the hands of like, looting a Target? That's not right either. You used to work in retail, right, Steph? Yeah. I bet. Me too. Now, what did they tell us if we, if someone came to uh, teeth items out of the store? What would they tell us to do? Call the police? Nah. Let them go. I don't know. Let them, thank you, Savon. Let them go. I worked in retail hold on. too, bro. Don't, don't forget about it. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. fault, Savon. My fault, bro. My fault, bro. My fault, Savon. Don't do that. My life Say, let me bring you in on this. My fault. My job occupation is Savon life matter. My fault, bro. My fault. But my point in saying that is all three of us know, even uh, Pierre, if you work retail, don't get mad at me. We know I that. I was like, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to call the police? <laughs> she said, call the police. They tell them, they let tell them, let them go. And, it, and that comes from a comfortable mindset of a business owner knowing, hey, I have insurance set aside for this. Mm. So I don't, I don't feel for Gucci getting looted. When y'all made how many trillions this year? I don't feel for Gucci getting looted. But hear I don't me, feel for I'm not talking looted, about bro. Gucci and Target. I'm not no, talking but, about that. No, but I'm, I'm with you. I don't want the more pause. Yeah. Because people are looting neighbor. Like, that's why that lady yeah. went off. Because people are not understanding. Standing. So you You're can right. take an ID right. and, and, and save on. It goes back to intention, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. If you understand mm-hmm. the attention, if you don't understand the use of a something, if uh, the use of something, abuse is inevitable. So yeah. if you're saying, okay, let's post these tiles, let's post these tiles, Drew Brees don't understand why he's posting the tiles because that's exactly why the next day he went out and said something. Now, A, you did it for solidarity, so you're fine. Your intention was there. But now you have people where it's like, okay, looting is okay. So now you have people that are coming into neighborhoods without the intention of understanding, okay, 
we're supposed to be targeting these corporations that yeah. are engaging in the same problems that we're fighting against right now not the mom and pops mm -hmm. not the bodegas yeah, not not 100%. not these immigrants who came and set up their little eyebrow threading place and you graffiti mm -hmm. all over it because mm -hmm. then it's like mm -hmm. you can't draw the distinction mm -hmm. so you know what i'm saying like that that's the only thing like i hate that it comes back to the community it's like now we're shitting where we eat yeah no nah, i get it i will say this though this is just an alex statement if i had a mom pa and it got looted i'd still stand with the people because there's something bigger I play here. Absolutely. And now, mind you, it's, it might take a lot for me to come back. That is a fact. But if I'm really praying it, uh, faithful in the Lord as I say I, as I am, things happen for a reason. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. un unfortunately, they do. But you know what, though? When that shit happened, I'm going to tell my kids. I'm going to go, you know what? They fucked my store back up in the day. Yeah, they killed George Floyd. I'm not going to forget why these things happen. So, Steph, you're 100% mm -hmm. right. They're kind of getting the, lur the lines blurred, right? They're going to hit the mom pops. I'm going to tell them, yeah, they hit, them, they hit my store, but I'm going to tell you why they did that. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. so people can understand the importance because that's where complicity lies. That's, what, that's their go-to. That's the, ooh, see, y'all doing the mom pops. Yeah, but can we mention what we're actually talking about here? You know, and, and again, that's just I think me. The, the idea of unification, me. I think you're right. Yeah. I think the idea of unification helps us to understand what we're fighting for. Mm -hmm. And that gives us strategy because strategy is important. Mm -hmm. You can't just be throwing torches everywhere. You don't even know mm -hmm. you're throwing torches in your best friend's backyard. Come on. You know what I'm saying? When we understand, mm -hmm. it's like the unification, go in there with the strategy first. We need people. And, and I understand, like, everybody's mm -hmm. angry right now. Yeah. So everybody's going yeah. in a million Everybody different directions. And that's yeah. gonna have that's gonna be that way yeah. for a little while. It might be a couple yeah. more stores that get looted. I'm not gonna lie. It might mm -hmm. be a couple more. Yeah, it might be. You know? Um I think speaking to the tile, it also another reason why I didn't really post it or feel obligated to post it is also because I'm looking at my audience. I have a friend who is white and I'm looking at the people that follow me, right? I would say if I if I was a betting man, I would bet ninety five percent of the people that follow me are on the same wavelength of thinking and that you think of that you that, know. That, of. That, that's that, I said think. I did say think. Like I, I can assume, and I, you know, I've checked the temperature. I've I've been looking. I've been like, doing what I got to do. Weed them out, right? Reveal listen, yourself. I found some. Well, you do. You you do want to weed them out, and I've yeah. I've been doing what I can. But even in that being so, and I guess it goes to what Alex said, like just showing out we're all together. For me, it's like, okay, I'm posting a black towel to people who feel the same for me. Like, all right, I'll give you an example. There was a protest in yeah. my town. Like I said, my town, um, a lot of black people, a little bit of Spanish, like a lot of Spanish people as well. Like, it's no true white people. The, the uh, police brutality, like, it's not that. So if I go on my street and I'm rioting and I'm protesting. It's it's caught in the echo chamber. Who am who am I speaking to? I'm speaking to my neighbors who are going through the same struggles. No, I gotta go to the town over, which is predominantly white, and I need them to hear it. I, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like that's nah, say wrong, but you told me, so but you told me there's been like people, like racist people in your own hood when you try to go to parties. So I'm sorry, Savon, I gotta argue with that, bro. Um. If, if, if there have been racist people in your community that is mm -hmm. not allowing you to go to certain parties, now y'all gotta hear this too. Y'all gotta hear this too because I want everybody to know where I stand and that you're bugging the fuck out. 
You get what I'm saying? And you're not wrong mm -hmm. for not because Savon, we know where you stand, which is important. Mm -hmm. And you've been posting mm -hmm. about this prior yeah, to sure. the black for tile. Sure. So this is Absolutely. not a Savon conversation. He's been posting before the black yeah, tile, y'all, yeah. if y'all didn't know. You get what I'm saying? My well, point is there's too many people complicit. I hate that complicity. It's true. And sometimes it being in your it. own house, it being your own yeah. family, y'all, it being your own family with that mm. outdated ass mindset. My mm. dad was sitting at the table the other day. He's sitting at the mm. table. I hear him huffing and puffing. I'm like, what you ah, huffing shit, and puffing about? Ah, shit. Here's Steph go. <laughs> like, ah, like, what you huffing and puffing about? He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, balancing the checkbook. I'm putting together my end of the month donations or whatever. Mm -hmm, so I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. So something tell me, keep keep pressing him, keep riding him or whatever. So I'm like, okay, who you giving to? Who who you who you give to or whatever? He's yeah. like, oh, you know, I got, you know, all these different ministries and and the Bible League and and mm -hmm, this and that mm -hmm. and Tony Evans oh, and, and David League, Jeremiah gosh. and all these people and feed the children. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm like, you know, it's a it's a it's a lot of black people, you know, that really need our help, like our help mm -hmm. right now, like our community, like needs our help right now. And mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, you know, but ain't nothing. It's not gonna help. It's not gonna change. Nothing's gonna change. <sighs> Boy, did you have a conversation, huh? Boy, yeah. did I have to have a conversation with my mm. father. And he was just like, mm. This is how I'm gonna help is I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote. And I'm like, Dad, I understand. Like, I absolutely think that voting is important. Which is a good thing. Certain it's Definitely. true. Voting. But that was also a cop out. It was a cop out. You're right. I'll tell you why. You're right. Because most of sometimes right. before, yes. you, can even, before yes. you can even get the people that you yes. want in office, sometimes you need signatures. You need to donate to their fund. You need to do it with your dollars. Mm -hmm. You need to, you, like, no, I'm not saying go out into the street and protest. There's a different way to do it for everybody. But yeah, for you to yeah, say, sure. change will not happen if I give my dollar. What if everybody thought that way? Mm -hmm. What if nobody got out on the street in, 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 in the mm -hmm. 60s, but when they passed the, the yeah. Civil Rights Act of 1964? Yeah, what if they yeah, thought yeah. the same thing? Yeah. What if nobody fought? To free us from yeah. slavery, we'd still be in slavery. An object that what, stays in motion. What if stays we never saw the George Floyd recording? What if we never saw the George Floyd record recording? It starts <clears throat> grassroots. It starts boots on the street, and I mm. hate that I've had to like fight my dad on like mm. dad. We live so comfortably in our little bubble. Mm, we mm, live so comfortably mm. and we're blessed and we never this whole pandemic we never had a problem with getting groceries mm -hmm. we never none of us got sick we, mm -hmm. none of us was was on what not, nothing and i'm like when you see this like who much is given much is expected you have mm. to bless others god blesses you so that you can be a blessing to other people yes and i'm, and I'm giving him this spiel and i'm like yo my mother i'm, I'm so thankful for my mother she'd be a buffer sometimes between <laughs> and she said it and she was yeah. like, yo, she was like, low key. She's like, we are creatures of habit. And mm -hmm. she's like, sometimes our children have to encourage us to change and to do things differently. And I do think she was like, I do think me and you should sit down. Me and my dad, Come on, her, and, her and my dad should sit down and look at some fine, find a reputable organization that you trust. One that may mm -hmm. have been established already, the NAACP, whoever, but educate yourself and put your money where your mouth is. Cause I don't just want to see you watching CNN all day. 100%. And talk Thank about you, poor Steph. them, poor this. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad you know that. About it. Yeah, I'm glad you realize that though, stuff, because many people don't. You know what I mean? That are that are your age too. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, one of the things that I've been grateful for throughout all of this <laughs> is that I don't work in corporate America <laughs> because my mom she is heavily in corporate America, and I got a few friends who is in corporate America and corporate America is predominantly white. Yep. And you know, if we're really getting into like the corporate side of it, they don't feel much until the bottom line gets hit. So even when things stop 
they don't really stop, you know, compared to, hey, if you work in a warehouse or if you're delivering driving trucks or if you're a fitness instructor, or, you know, whatever it is you may be doing that is, you know, on a day-to-day type thing and you're not at a desk or you're not in a corporate position, the COVID stuff hasn't really affected or stopped you completely. You know, there's a lot of people working from home and most of those people are a part of corporate America. So yeah. I've developed this appreciation for the freedom that we've, you know, have in our career paths for the most part, being freelance, yeah. you know, taking taking a little bit less money to have a little bit more creative control of what we do. Um, has there been anything that y'all have particularly like noticed? Like, yo, I'm really grateful that I don't have to deal with this or I'm a part of this because for me, like, let me even give you some backstory as to why I said that having friends and, you know, seeing, you know, my mom work from home is like, how can you see your people dying, protesting, fighting, screaming, crying, bleeding, facing police brutality at the hands of evil people and not feel supported. That's why I said that. Being the one voice in the company or in the room or in the Zoom meeting that feels this way and everybody else is carrying business as usual. Right. Yeah. I can't yeah. even imagine. I can't. Yeah, like, it be. hurts me to see my parents and family yeah. go through yeah. it, friends. And, yeah, so that's one thing I'm grateful for. I'm not in corporate America yeah. during this time. How about y'all? Mm. I don't even know with that one. But you know what, though, Savon? You know, we kind of took a different approach, to th- the four of us, really, with the whole freelance and kind of creating your own work. I think at a very young age, though, Savon, I realized that I couldn't work in corporate America. Solely because I'm really not that filtered and I don't take bullshit. <laughs> like it's like I can't even tolerate it once it's bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel I feel like at a very young age I realized like I don't want a business to control what I have to say. And hey, sorry guys, I'll even speak for the three of us right now. If there is any brand, any company <laughs> that does not like what we have to say is against our message. Hey buddy, y'all ain't for us. And guess what? I'm cool because I know God got us. And you know you know what? I wanna be in an environment in the space where I'm accepted and where I can thrive and feel good about myself and good about my fellow brothers, black uh, fellow black brothers and sisters. You get what I'm saying, Savon? So I'm with you, bro. I, I, I wanna really issue a quick, I don't know, some love to the people that do that because A was such a coward, he couldn't even step foot into that shit because mm-hmm. I just know it would be suck my dick. I don't care I'm about not, your, yeah, I don't care about your office. I don't care about your cubic. I don't care about your cubic. I don't care about what your daily reports and earnings are. Are you dumb? Black people are dying. So yeah, man, we we all, I, we are very blessed to be in that situation. What about y'all, Steph, right. uh, Pierre? Um, I agree. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, for me, it's been um, it, I'd say it's been a blessing because yeah, um, yeah, you know, again, rest in peace to everyone who who passed due to COVID, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I've I've got the time to really like sit down, think, be with my folks, mm. my parents. Mm. For um, I, I guess you guys know, but for everybody who doesn't know, my, my I love my parents dearly, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, there's always keep it, keep it a buck. There's always that one parent that's like, yo, like you right here, right? Yeah. Always. For, always. for me, for me, that's my pops. Um, and like just been able to be, you know, at home with both him and my mom, and just really been able to like pick their brains about certain things. You know, certain really things, just right. enjoy them. Um, has really been Together. a blessing that I didn't really mm-hmm. foresee or realize until I had to, you know, sit down because of COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually agree with that. Like, me and my dad haven't always seen, like, eye to eye. But, like, being able to sit down and, like, kind of almost, like, practice, like, not being silent <laughs> about yeah. things, like, yeah. that you see yeah. and you'll just be like, oh, that's just how they are, you know, or something like that. And I, I love, I guess my mom has really been, like, the, yeah, you know, and I love mm-hmm. to Soul see that sister. because... Yeah, I feel like <laughs> as I'm getting older, like yeah. I am becoming more like her in certain ways. Beautiful. And so I definitely have been like sitting down and enjoying my my parents and challenging them and having them challenge me. Yeah. Um, which is something that like I wouldn't be home right now. I'd be out, like yeah. just doing a million and ten things. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, I feel so you. I, I I definitely agree with that. I, I will say this before we end this. I know my mom feels that way. My mom works with predominantly white people in a uh, school system where they uh, teach mentally disabled kids. Uh, My mom is probably one of two or three black teachers with a staff of about 150 to 160. Mm. So, you know, as a a young millennial, there's even tactics I kind of even tell my mom to kind of use around uh, people that she works with just because of some things that she might not be too keen or aware of as to mm. what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Ma, they're saying this because they don't like the way you do this. Or, mm. And again, that, that comes from her not fully understanding. Like microaggressions. Like, microaggressions. New microaggressions yeah. that are yeah. exuded in, in, in these workforces now. You get what I'm right. saying? Where it's like, oh, if you don't donate to the fire department fund, um... They're looking at you like it's just weird, you know, shit mm-hmm. that really happens in that in that environment. So I will, I want to give my love to everybody in, in, in working in those situations. Certainly, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, I don't know if I know that you. I don't know if you because I know you said that we were wrapping up soon, but I know yeah. that like the protesting has been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a lot of boots on the ground. I've been seeing a lot of police officers. Literally, like, destroying resources and bottles of water and food that people mm. are bringing for these protesters. I've seen it happen, and I'm like... Pierre, did you see this when you were out? Causes. But, yeah, I know, Pierre, you've been out. Um, so, mm-hmm. where were you, and what was it? What did you see? Um, so, I think it, I was... I went, I went to the protest on, I believe it was either Monday or Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. And, man, I can't even just begin to describe just the the, the unity... Um, there were two sides of it, but the, when I initially got there, the unity was just so, it was thick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it's almost mm-hmm. like, we we weren't locking arms, but it felt like, yo, I'm here for, for a reason. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here because, I'm here because of everybody who, who was oppressed and didn't get a chance to do this. Mm-hmm. To speak to those who, who, to speak for those who couldn't speak for themselves. And yeah. Um, there was a moment where uh, I, I don't even know which street I was on, but it was somewhere in I think the Midtown. Um, everybody just just sat down and took a knee, and it was just it was just beautiful. Wow. Um, there was another point where 
and this is before it got a little bit a little bit crazy from what I saw with my eyes. Um, there was another point. Um, I joined, uh, I think it was uh, some group, and we walked about like 10 blocks. When we got to an intersection, um, everybody was just standing there, and there was a bunch of police, um, you know, I guess, trying to make sure nothing got crazy. And yeah. I was like, yo, everybody's take a knee, take a knee. And everybody took a knee. And I took a knee, and then I started saying to, to I guess, all the authorities that were there, like, take a knee with us, take a knee with us. Mm. And they were just looking at us like, yo, like, what? You know? Mm. And mm. Mm. Um, I had I had my camera in my hand. And, um, you know, I, I put I put both um, I put both my hands up with the camera. And I was like, look, I mean no harm. And I approached one of the officers. I was like, look, I think what, what would be really powerful in this moment is if you guys just took a knee with us. And then he was like, so you mean if I take a knee with you? Um, you guys will disperse. I was like, listen, I don't speak for the group, but I think it it it, it, it would make a really powerful uh, moment. Powerful message. Yeah. yeah. And then he actually took a knee with me. But mm-hmm. I guess some of the other group um, was leaving, and then another cop yelled, yo, they're leaving. And then that's when everything just went crazy. Um, went to shit. Yeah, bro. I, unfortunately, I saw with Did- my own... It, it was like... in. During these protests, did you ever feel um, any sense of fear? Did you feel any sense of, oh, wow, this is making a change? They hear us? Like, walk us through maybe your thought process while being on the ground. Um, so I wasn't fearful at all. It's hard for me to, to, to be afraid of, of stuff. Um, but I will say I was really concerned at one point. Um, and I'd say 99% of the people that I was around... Again, I didn't know anybody there except for one person that I was. You went with. by yourself. Uh, it, it was me and another friend of mine. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I, yeah. If I were to equate it, ninety-nine percent of it meant well, was peaceful, and then that one percent just turned everything around. Um, always with my, that one percent. But yeah. <laughs> always, but you know, the sense besides all that, the sense was was unity. The sense was mm. powerful. Like I felt like like I was telling my girl, I was like, look, like. One day, um, I want to be able to say that, you know, God willing, our kids are like, like, yo, Pops, like, stood for this, and, and he was there mm-hmm. because he knew, uh, you know, obviously I wasn't there for the, for the civil rights marches, but at the end of the day, I feel like Same thing. everyone who was there, um, when I went, would have been, um, you know, following in the footsteps of everybody mm-hmm. who came before them, and then that right. they would have been also proud of us. Yeah. For, um, for for you know for for sticking it out and really, you know, protesting that like yo like we we matter like hello like yeah yeah, yeah. and um you know unfortunately you know I, I saw in my own eyes you know some things that I was just like yo like bro like what are you doing like um one example is there was this one kid who when we were when everybody was protesting he kind of looked suspect you know and one of the other protesters like yo 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 cut that out and um. He came off disrespectful to the protester, and he was like, "So, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do?" And so I had to jump in. I was like, "I was like, bro, like we, you're on, doing P. it. You're doing it right now. You're you're, you're marching. This mm-hmm. is this is this is this is what what we're doing. You don't even realize it. But mm-hmm. again, it's mm-hmm. that one percent that's just like, mm-hmm. you know, once they see a, a cavity open, they just bum rush it and take take yeah. advantage. But other than that, you know, I don't want to stay on 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 the negative, but." Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you know, they say George Floyd, Floyd was a peaceful person. He he was for the people, and I think 
if if he saw hmm. like what's going on right now, all of the fifty states were in protest. You know what I mean? Hmm. Word. So, uh, I wanna I wanna you know I haven't done this in a while, but I wanna give a dishonorable mention to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the nerve of y'all to release a statement on Black Lives Matter as if you guys are aware to the situation when Colin Kaepernick brought this issue to your platform in the NFL mm-hmm. first. You know what that's like doing? That's like <laughs> me or Save Honor stuff, right? Saying like, yo, I did I just found the cure for cancer, bro. Shit is crazy. Trying to be, bring awareness to something, right? Mm-hmm. And then instead of saying on the need to know, which is our platform, fuck around and say it on the fucking Joe Budden podcast or some shit. Right. They brought it like to a, your like platform. A bigger platform where you're Are you, more like come on, people can oh, give you kudos. And come say, on, I'm oh, not racist. Oh, the NFL released a statement, so now you ah, oh, it's, <laughs> it's 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 all bad. And the reason why I bring that up is that that is very significant to me. Imagine if. The 49ers would have been supportive of Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Just imagine that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the rest of the league would have taken uh, a high to that. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's very depressing to see that more black people had to die for that organization to be aware of what the fuck or seem to be aware of what the fuck is going on. I I, I really had to get that off my chest. Well, I wanted to I think it, not there's a lot of entities and stuff like that yeah. that now you really kind of see where they stand and how they feel like i haven't bought actually i'm lying i have one pair of reeboks that i wear to work out but i'm not purchasing reeboks like that's not the go-to that's <laughs> just not style. what it is like that's just niggas ain't copping no fucking reebok um, <laughs> <laughs> we're the tastemaker say ball we uh, make that shit fly yeah, let's go get some yeah. ah! my taste don't like that my taste buds is good <laughs> off that <laughs> 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 but um you know seeing Reebok is a company yeah. who said yo we stand with black people because we know black people made this company right you, like they straight yeah. up said it we are without nothing we would be no. nothing this company would be nothing without black people you know so you get to see the companies who were exposed like some of our favorite fucking place my favorite place to eat my guilty pleasure uh, McDonald's McDonald's they, they was first on the list. <laughs> I've been like, to that though. Wendy's, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, IHOP, McDonald's profits from, from inmate labor. McDonald's profits from inmate labor at prisons and they get a lot of their materials like made and, and sent yeah. there. It was a whole list. Yeah. American I, Airlines. I, I believe it. I gotta cancel I my it. damn PayPal account. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> For real? Yeah, PayPal. <laughs> yeah, PayPal. They are a big su- helping um, supporter of Trump. Big Trump niggas. supporter. Big, big I knew I never liked them. I knew I never yeah, liked PayPal. It's, it's, sad, <laughs> man. It's, it's, it's really just sad. Yeah. You kind of get yeah. to see where everybody stands. You know, it's a beautiful thing to see so many people uh, come together because, like yeah. Pierre said, let's not just focus on the negative. Um, yeah. the majority of the protests are peaceful, despite what the media wants to say. It is a peaceful way of protesting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. being heard. You know, um, the perfect storm has happened. Everybody's yeah. home. Yep. Normally, if you go to a protest as a black person with a mask, you might not make it home. 
COVID has encouraged us all to wear masks. So it's almost like the perfect storm to mm. kind of focus in and hone in. Y'all, y'all ain't at work, so y'all got to see us. Right. Life is not here. Sports is not here. There are no distractions. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. So in, in a way, it created this perfect storm where mm. this time just feels different. The George mm-hmm. Floyd it death, does. murder, fu- murder, it yes. feels different. The attention, yeah. you know, we we see people in the Netherlands and Amsterdam, Japan, and China, Japan, yeah. like yeah, with their fist in the air, fist yeah. in the air. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people see the fist and they equate that to hey, black power, and that yes, this black power thing goes against white people. But no, it doesn't. This means equality. But Savon, can I ask you a question though? Savon, I love that you brought that up. Stay right there, bro. Why is it that when we say Black Lives Matter, they take it as an offense? Why is it that their ego, why do they start to get angry? When do we say white, why do, thank you, Steph. When do we say white lives don't matter? What we're saying is apparently- none of us have said that. Right. no, 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 fuck all that. No, no, it we don't have to say it, Savon. They obviously right. matter because they don't be dying in the street. Right, but I'm going to tell so, you why. And I'm gonna tell you why. So apparently, they do matter. We're just telling you, you the people out history. here that's dying. You know, it's like, come you on, bro, we didn't say that. You got to know your history because, and I'm listening to a podcast from the New York Times right now called 1619. And 1619 is the year that the first slave was brought over to um, the, the Americas. So basically what you have to understand is that white people and and the spirit that operates behind America has always looked at black people on a stain on their ideal white purity, right? On their manifest destiny, on their Christian imperialism, on all of this, right? So even when they, the first slave got free, they sent people onto the plantations. Yeah. They sent people onto the plantations and they said, go ahead, you're free. Yeah. Where where are we going to go? We don't know where to go. we don't, there's no system, there's no healthcare in place for us. There's no mm-hmm. housing. How will we, how, there's no laws to protect us. Where will we go? They're like, listen, we mm-hmm. don't give a crap where you go. Just get the fuck out of here. So you know where they started going? They started going to abandon prisons, abandon um, like mental institutions, abandon hospitals, all these places. And they, and guess, you know what happened during that time? That was during like all these people is like a smallpox quarantine was going on. Smallpox broken out. All of this stuff. And this was a little bit later as they were like getting acclimated to, you know, being free. But they said, and this is so poignant. This is so like crazy that this that this was said. People started saying the reason that black people are dying because they were dying from, you know, not having adequate resources is because they weren't. They're the inferior race and they weren't suited for freedom. So let God do his work and let them die out. Meanwhile, you had it within your power. There were over 4 million slaves or something that were released. You know how many doctors they gave them? A hundred. A hundred doctors for 4 million people. Wow. Healthcare, Medicaid, Medicare, the the government healthcare program started Mm -hmm. because of all those slaves that were were released. And it was never to really, and you know how how sucky like Medicaid and and healthcare, you can barely get. You know, like yeah. any like actually good quality, you know, um, medical help. Uh, medical but it was help, always yes. yeah, medical help. It was always to make sure that they kept the disease because at this point there was bodies in the street lining the streets. At this point, the diseases were seeping into the white neighborhoods, and they were like, "Listen, I really need y'all to to keep this, this in one place, but mm-hmm. don't make the Medicare so good that it actually helps them and rehabilitates See, their actual health." So and 
It was just like, let's throw this garbage away. Let's just throw the garbage away. We're done with it now. I'm not. And that's how they've treated us from then. I'm 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 not too familiar with what you just educated us on. Um, but we can look at it today and look at COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, black people mm-hmm. died at a higher rate yep. than anybody else in the country. We didn't have access and to And that's because the healthcare. We don't have pre existing conditions. We don't, exactly. It's it's the same it's the same it's thing. A down. So yeah. you know, just like from what you just stated till today, it's it's the same, same. tone. It's the same, same. same And America tone. will continue to continue to continue will continue to repeat this process until structures are literally brought down yeah yeah it's it's a um systematic Systematic. overhaul that's what has to happen yeah Yeah. like Mm -hmm. from education to opportunities you know uh killer mike he's always been an advocate somebody who's super Mm -hmm. knowledgeable whether i agree with everything he says or not i do agree with a lot of what he says and when he does make a point it's really hard to dispute it um and even dr umar who has been he's super 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 pro-black and again just like with him i don't agree with everything he says but he said one thing to me that really stuck out which is hey education yes we should have black people licensed out of high school you should train them to be a licensed whether it's electrician mechanic barber something where it's state licensed to give them an actual shot you know what i'm like let's implement these programs that have worked against us and let's put it for us you know college debt all these things like there's a lot of ideas that you know who knows how feasible it is but i i I, we do need a a systemic overhaul but even what education say like on a grassroots level while everybody is home and why this is so different educate yourself watch documentaries if you want to learn more about the healthcare system guess what the healthcare system that you see today is an implementation of a healthcare system that was put in years ago years ago so if you don't understand something and you want to know more look up podcast google how do i what how do i get a law set into place if maybe this will bring up some careers maybe you decide you want to go to law school we need more black lawyers maybe you decide you want to get um really enclosed in this in this medical field become a doctor start your this is where you get to educate yourself we cannot leave it up to oh i didn't learn they never taught me you have the internet you're go ahead and drop the uh, pod 1619 new york times and it tells the story from when the first slave Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the very first slave um was brought to this country to how we see the effects of slavery today that's a great comprehensive story Beautiful. It talks about how our music, you know, was implemented, our culture, you know what I mean? It's it's such a comprehensive story and, and it's 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 entertaining. Entertaining Beautiful. in the fact of like it's engaging. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. story itself, yeah. there's nothing fun or entertaining about it, but you learn yeah. so much in a non boring, like, oh, this is like a history Matter. lesson, you know? Yeah. Um so educate yourself, guys, please. If there's something that you don't know, don't complain that the white man didn't teach you. Go and learn it. If this is a time where you was like, you know what, I really wanted to go back to school, go back to school. Save your coins, your home, it's virtual, it's even easier now, please. We cannot, you mm-hmm. know, everything, every every structure that was built that had some sort of success started when black people said, you know what, I'm going to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And do it the right way. Do I'm it the do right it way. Don't like, Which is where education don't give, comes don't, from. Don't, don't, don't give people the reason, you know, like the violence... Right. You can protest peacefully and loud. Yep. You know, like, p- 
peaceful yeah. doesn't necessarily mean whispering and and, and walking on eggshells hey, no, when having no. a protest peaceful no. means we're not fighting each other we're not destroying damage mm -hmm. we're not making threats like there is a way to peacefully protest and still get your point across in a loud yeah. manner you know yeah. like it doesn't have to be i'm gonna fuck you up <laughs> because you're standing over there and i'm over here it's like hey, no study the civil rights movement hey, see how they hey. did it but if it gets there y'all this is coming from a <laughs> parker up <laughs> That comes that comes from that comes from that comes from Hey that comes from black people being tired of oppression. We're gonna be peaceful as much as we but can. But what does that do? But what, is what do you that mean do? what is what does that do? What does that, that do? Be, hey Savon, I'm hey Savon, 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 I'm the king of people gotta feel it. Okay, so if I got to punch you in the jaw for you to feel pain in your cheek to understand this black person punched me because I was being racist, then so be it. It's up. It's up. No, but again, if, I would rather you go peaceful if the first. Person, if the yeah. person that you punch yeah. is a yeah. product of the system yeah. and has the the opportunity to put you in that system, you just gave well, not a, a cop, to not a that, cop, Savon. Well, my, uh, let me let me well, let me I'm correct about myself. Protests and police. That's what I'm saying. Oh no, like, no, no. That's but I'm talking about state. protesters against the other protesters who are now in the mix, who are starting this. Okay, shit. but yeah. nine uh, times uh, out of ten, the people on the opposite side. Yeah, O D. Nine times out of ten, the people on the opposite side are not black. They they're probably white people. And again, mm -hmm. you're already behind the eight ball if you punch a white person at a protest. So it's like mm -hmm. you can't nah. you you nah. gotta show some type nah. of restraint in in, in a you, protest. You show restraint first. I'm with y'all. I'm hundred percent with that. But if it escalates where both sides are getting rowdy and they getting rowdy, I'm staying peaceful, dub. It's up. I'm done with that, bro. I'm sorry. This is an Alex thing, bro. I'm gonna be nah, peaceful to start. Too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's up. Like, it's up. It's up. Like, I'm it's not gonna up. advocate for it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna say go out in the streets and do it. But also, I'm not telling people like, I understand where where everybody's coming from. That's how OD. I feel. I understand. Sometimes, and my mother always used to say this: those who don't hear will fail. Okay. It's unfortunate that it even has to get there. But somebody yeah. told me this week also: you got to speak to your enemy in the language they understand. Ooh, that's been sticking with me. Mm. Ooh, that's been sticking because we last talk, week. And as we talk about strategy, though, A, as we talk about yeah. strategy, this is really where, yeah. where you got to look it at comes um, into play. boycotts. And mm -hmm. like, sure, like, let's let's speak the language, but let's have mm -hmm. a strategy because strategy is really what gets shit done. I agree. So if you want to speak the language, it's, 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 yes. it's dollars and cents, nickels and yes. dimes. And yep. those boycotts and, during and the civil rights I mean. movement, yep. them people yeah. was like, what can we do for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because mm -hmm. of that black dollar and understanding the economy mm -hmm. and understanding the spending power in the black community and where exactly. your dollars go and how far your dollars go. Because exactly. that's the real fight. Because you can only get angry and bust up property bust so long before your ass is in jail, mm -hmm. unfortunately. That's a fact. I need, and we, I, need, we need you outside of prison right now. <laughs> that's a fact. 100%. And I never want to be in prison. I just want everybody to know Alex is matching his mouth. I got 200 on the cause. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going to be protesting tomorrow, peacefully, yeah, until yeah. It, it's not peaceful. And I, I'm praying to God he protect me. I, I love this podcast. I need to be here. I need to be out. But it's yeah. time, bro. It's up. It's up. And I'm not telling y'all to go hit cops and punch cops. No, no, no. If you are peacefully protesting and there are a group of people in this protest who are naturally wanting to go against you because they're not trying to hear it and they become rowdy and violent and you sit there trying to be peaceful... Nah, them days is over, nigga. It's up. I'm sorry. I don't think any any person, any self-respecting person in their in their own mind, you know, would, would just stand there and just get, you know what I mean? 
Because, but these things have to be well, said, Pierre. Because when you why, tell people I, be peaceful, it's like to what extent? Well, I think <laughs> I think it's just important to acknowledge, like, yes, what you're saying, what you you just described is technically self defense. Yeah. What I first was addressing is don't be the aggressor. No, that's what that's what we have to make yes. clear. Like, of course, yes. you always defend yourself as a person, as as a man, woman. Yeah. What, like, of course. But when you say, hey, we're tired of it, and now, hey, go punch a nigga in the face. Like, that's that's not the message that I think we should send. Now, again, we could respectfully disagree. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, this is why we do this. Nah. But Wait, shit. for me, I don't see that getting anywhere because we know what it's like once they see, it doesn't matter. How many times have we seen a reaction of ours put us behind bars? It doesn't matter. You know, like, that's what I'm like. You gotta, we, you know, me and Steph spoke privately. Like, I'm always about the long game. I'm always about, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the L up front so I can keep it pushing and prove you wrong on the back end. Because normally on that back end, it's undisputable by that time. That's that. But again, we all operate different. Everybody got to move different. Like, I would love to be out there at every single protest. But it's like no, I have some. I have a duty, a public duty. We do this, you know what I'm saying? Like we do this every single week. There's people that look forward to this, who learn from us. You know, we we like. I can't, I can't because I have the obligation to. Yeah, I want to read you guys something that I saw, and it says mapping our roles in a social change ecosystem. And I really like this because I think that everybody who wants to help wants to help, and sometimes you feel pressured into helping a certain way and it doesn't have to look a certain way right like every this is a body right and the body has different functions there are eyes there's nose there's teeth there's hands there's feet you know and so i saw this and it says there are experimenters there are frontline responders there are financers there are visionaries there are builders there are caregivers disruptors healers storytellers and guides and it tells all the different it tells <laughs> Alex got kicked off a while in. <laughs> oh man. It tells all the different functions of and 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 I pray I'm I'm gonna send this out also, but I pray that you find yourself somewhere in here and that you know that the fight doesn't have to look one way. Uh I like that. I, I like need it. I think I needed that. Yeah. yeah, I definitely need yeah. that. I like that a lot. So, yeah. Thank you, Steph. Um, I I don't know if Alex is coming back. <laughs> Alex, sit your ass down. Somewhere. He went to go punch a wall. Hot. Yeah, Alex. Alex it is going hot. crazy. Uh, I think you know. I, I know. Normally we go a little bit longer, but again, even just trying to create content through all of this mental is 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 daunting. You know, it's definitely daunting for me personally. Um, so I want to thank you, Pierre, for being on the front lines, for capturing the thank moments you. with your camera. Um, you know, not being afraid. I know how you feel about it. I know where you stand. Um, so I got to always thank you for that. Um, I may go to a protest this weekend. I'm still debating, you know, I don't want to go alone. You know, I think it has to be smart and, you know, say what you want. But, you know, if I get lost in the shuffle of a crowd, I want to make sure that I got somebody who got my back you know somebody who could vouch for me you know on my behalf yeah. so i'm trying to figure out a way to do that responsibly and in the right way but like you said you yeah. kind of want to be on the front line you want to you want to be able to tell your kids yo this is this is the stance i took during this time 
You know, when they looking in the textbooks and 2020 looks like it's so far, far back and you like, yeah, you know, I lived through that shit. Like, mm. you want to be able to say, this is where I stood on that. This is what I did. This is how I felt. And and this is what it was. So I definitely I hear you and I want to figure out a us. way. Me neither. Neither have, yeah. I never, yeah. I never thought yeah. we would be like living through yeah. like such a historical like pinpoint. Like, yeah. All I never thought year. it would be us. All yeah. in one year. It's like it's it's, it's up year. there with like the not even a full year like right it, six and, months and right it looks you look into like the Great Depression time you're like oh my god mm. I can never see myself during this or the Civil Rights Movement oh my god I can't right. believe these people like they went, went through, through this. all that like and and now we're here we're in a time right. where we aren't working where we're home we're confined to our home we didn't even talk yeah. about Donald Trump well fuck that. The president, 45, whatever you want to call them, 45, administering the military on the people and putting a curfew in place against its people and saying, yo, if you're looting, we're shooting. You know, like, we didn't even get into all of that. There's a whole yeah. other layer. Again, uh, we, we we will be back. I'm not sure <laughs> if we're coming back this Saturday. Um to do a quarantine and chill talk i'm sure we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure we'll it out. out but if yeah. you haven't had that uh a chance to go listen to it y'all can watch it on youtube uh we do these things live every saturday you can also go check out some of the conversation on our streaming uh these are just additional contents you know we understand the times um that everybody's in you know i am looking i am like a fiend for new content so when i'm on youtube it's always nice to see people that i rock with uh you know creating new content and everything alex you're yeah. back you good bro no i got kicked off a while in my fault <laughs> yeah you was bugging the fuck out bro like yeah. <laughs> i'm just so hot man it's just, it's no, just as a you. black man you. in this yeah. country bro it's like you know, hard. Y'all know me. Hard. I'm a nice it's person. Hard. I'm a nice person. Yeah. It's like yeah. when, when being nice don't work no more. It's like, yeah. what do we yeah. do, y'all? Yeah. Come on. When you left a when you left, I was talking yeah. about all the different yeah. ways that like being a part of this looks like. Mm. Um, mm. because I think a lot of people want to help. A lot of people want to be on the front lines. And mm. I talked about, you know, there I'll just repeat this one more time, but there are mm. the experimenters, the frontline responders, the financiers, the visionaries. The builders, the caregivers, the disruptors, the healers, the storytellers, the guides, you know, and I and I, I look to see like where I fell in in these categories. I've, I've fallen in a lot of different places. But mm -hmm. like for those of you that are home, that are not on social media, that are not posting, you know, I don't want you to feel like I just need pressure. I, I, I want to be pressured to post. Right. Your mm -hmm. job might be checking on all your friends, mm -hmm. giving them a word of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Your job might be making a meal, right, and, and, and sending it out there for your buddies that is going to protest. You know what I mean? Your job might be finding the resources to give to your friends to be like, hey, I've aggregated a list of a list of sources where you can not only educate yourself, but you can donate or you can give mm -hmm. or here's some action. There's so many different ways that you can be a part of this fight that doesn't look like everybody else's way. Yeah. You know what I mean? The same way like mm -hmm. wearing content creation, somebody else might be in the media corporate strategy world. You know what I mean? That's fine. That's where you feel the most gifted to help. And so I just I don't want any everybody to get caught up in like I have to do it this way because this is the most visible way. Right? Because yeah. guess what? When the protests yeah. die down, do when everybody's continue? anger subsides, right. Right. we're still going to need strategy. We're Come still going to need a process. We're still going to need people who are in the planning mm -hmm. room helping us to put things together, 
strategically and that's really yeah. important so i'm all for the protesting i probably won't be out there um but i support i support olio a like please be yeah, safe nothing. yeah and i'm going you to know, the racist towns too please be, please be safe because right you. that whole reason don't go by yourself no no we're going mobbed out make sure you have your mask yeah. your glasses yeah. everything mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. Got you. Um, we won't be there, man. I just, I just, no, I just feel like it's Absolutely. Um, it's yeah. tough. I'm about to go mentally recharge. Yeah. Uh, Pierre, thank you for pulling up. Appreciate it. We got to do this more bro. often. It's good to see you, bro. Good to um, see your yeah. face, man. Mm-hmm. For, for sure. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Alex, Steph, thank yeah. y'all. You know, we, we, we yeah. go, <laughs> we go chop it up. Um, we gonna yeah. chop it up. But yeah, episode 101. We, yeah. we made a milestone and now we right back in the trenches with it. So episode yeah. 101, make sure you guys subscribe. We're really not good at doing that. But make sure you subscribe. Yeah, we're terrible. Comment. We're terrible. I don't have any like, Y'all know what to do. It does help. Like, I promise it y'all, it really yes. does make a difference in the algorithms and how all this shit is set yes. up. So make yeah. sure you guys like. Uh, thank Support you. Support a black-owned business. That's Word, right. Right, right? Right. <laughs> so again, yeah. it's what you need to know. When you need to know on the Need to Know podcast, episode 101 is in the books. And my baby want to say bye. She came at the say right mama. time. She say always, bye, she mama. always make her, make her, her cameo. Mesa, Mesa on the pants. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> All right, y'all. Catch you Lady next week. Y'all. All right, y'all. Lady, y'all.